one, and we're live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. Let's get right into the juicy fruit of the news of the elites playing a game of risk with our lives like it's nothing. Like it's just nothing. What do you know about these mega cities? What do you know about it? What do you know about, I'm going to play a couple clips here, but what do you know about the tri-state city? Do you know anything about the tri-state city? No, you don't know about it. The tri-state city network. You don't know about it. You don't know why uh, in uh, the Netherlands, you probably know about the Dutch farmers protesting because uh, the nitrogen emissions that they want to, they want to shut down the farms in the Netherlands. Very, very important. Climate change. Very, very important. Not saying anything about climate change, not giving an opinion, just saying very, very good. They want to shut down 11,200 farms in the Netherlands. Well, there's about 11,166 farms. Oh, hmm. That's awfully close to the same number. Well, I'm sure it's um, coincidence, whatever. Everything's a coincidence nowadays. Don't believe it. And if you actually go to the tristatecity.nl, that's what the Netherlands uses for their websites. And I'll pull it up on my screen if you're watching this because this is just fantastic. They just rub it in your face, right? Sustainable network model for 100 small and medium-sized cities in the low countries. Then it's all, you know, have you heard about these 15-minute neighborhoods like in Oxford? Do you know about this? You don't know about this either? This is crazy. They want everything to be within 15 minutes. So people, they want to just pile in all these peasants in these small cities. And we got our pharmacy over here. We got our, you know, clinic over here, our grocery store over there. No cars, no, no, no carbon footprint. Um, but if you're, you know, Bill Gates, you can go across the world and fly your private planes. But if you're a peasant, you need to do as we say, and you have no cars. And, but if you go, oh my God, the, this tri-state city thing seems to be related to the, the new nitrogen policies of the Dutch government. That's like, wow, they want to shut down the farms. And then yet they have they have plans and blueprints of building this mega city across where all these farms currently are to Berlin to all massive, massive Netherlands to Germany to Belgium or something just massive. But it says, don't worry now. Don't worry at the bottom of the tristatecity.nl website. It says, PS, this model has no underlying, no relation whatsoever with the nitrogen policy of the Dutch government. Explanation point, explanation point. It, <laughs> You think you're onto something? No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. You should not be thinking. You do not deserve to think. You deserve to be told what to think. Now, we might have a great clip to play. So let's get right into it. And by the way, who's behind this? Oh, the G20 countries and you know World Economic Forum. This the usual suspects. But I would talk through this myself. But I'm just gonna let. Um, Neil McCoy Ward talked through it because he explains it well and he's got a cool accent and you hear me talk all the time. So I'm just not going to do it, but I'll give you my tidbits as we go through it. I already skipped like eight minutes ahead of it. He starts on the tri-state city network. Just take a listen, absorb, evaluate, perhaps do your own research, come to your own conclusion. You know, like in the movie, what was it? A jump to your own conclusion, Matt. What a great idea where you have different options on a doormat and you can jump to your own conclusions. Hmm. I forget what that's from. Meet the parents or something? I forget. Here we go. Called up until very recently a conspiracy. Yes, of course it is. There is no... Well, I did some digging. 
of information on this. So there's actually a website. This is how ridiculous the media become. It's a conspiracy. Well, there's a website, tristatecity.nl. And not just that, but if we click on some of these things, there's some pretty weird uh, symbolism here and, you know, maps and who do they want? Oh, by the to way, side note, the elites love symbolism. They love symbolism. Shout out Balenciaga. You remember the Balenciaga, you know, like pedophilia, you know, like bondage, BDSM on children, right? Like in your face and you didn't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's called symbolism. That's the elite saying, hey, we're pedophiles and you can't do nothing about it, peasant. Then this tri-state city then, well, these international institutions, the EU, NATO, the United Nations, the European Space Agency, the European Police, so Europol, European Patent Offices, and you can see where they want to be positioned. You then have all of the UN parts of this city as well. And again, I've talked about these, these goals that they have here, the 17 goals. And on the face of it, they do look great. You, you look at this and you say, no poverty. Wow, fantastic. Zero hunger. Ah, oh, great. Uh, good health and well-being, quality education. Uh, you know, you've got all this sort of stuff you, you, you go through and you say, okay, yeah, all looks good, all looks great. But the fact of the matter is that if they were going to do this stuff, they would have done it by now. You know, no poverty, zero hunger. Or does it just mean for the wealthy nations that they're going to bring in these, uh, you know, 17 goals? Because there doesn't seem to be a lot going on in developing nations to bring this about. But this is what I really wanted to show you. Not totally people... true, Neil, unless you guys missed it. The United States of America gave Africa $20 billion over the next three years. We gave $50 billion already to Ukraine, maybe $100 billion actually, like literally in the past nine months. But Africa, gets Africa, who we love so much, gets $20 billion over the next three years. Equity. Who say this is all a conspiracy. It's not true. Why on earth would someone have written this document, which I found online, in November of 2016? And it's called the Tri-State City. The Netherlands. Belgium and Germany. This is a huge document which you can find online. You can do a search for it. It's called Tri-State City, a private sector place branding initiative. So you can go through. This is an enormous document, which is why I think uh, it's ridiculous that people say that this is just, uh, you know, all made up. There is no such plans for this and, and everything else. Look at the size of this document. It is extremely detailed. Now, I'm not saying that they are going to make this. What I'm saying is it's a massive coincidence, if you ask me, that they've got no, these plans. What do you to... mean? Do you don't, you're telling me that you don't know people who in their free time make 1,200 paid documents or 4,100 4, page omnibus bills while they're on the toilet? You don't know those people? Well, then you don't know anybody. To bring this in before 2030. Well, you think how long it takes to build a city of that size. We're already just about to go into 2023. That's seven years. I just don't think it's a coincidence that all of a sudden the Netherlands is the test case and they're driving all these farmers off their land. And if they won't go, they're going to be compulsory purchase ordered. And they want to do 11,200 farms, which is all the farms. 
you look at all this together. I know people say, Neil, you read too much into these things. You know, it's just a coincidence, as people always say. But I, I just don't think so. I think there is something going on here. I think the reason they're being so aggressive with the farmers and trying to say that, you know, they're, they're killing the world with their nitrogen and, and everything else. I think it's because they want to build this city. I really do think that's what they want to do. And we're also seeing all of these videos now, these concept cities that are going to be, you know, going to be created. And I'm sure you've seen this one called The Line. Look at what's happening to the city. Hold on, let me just flick back here. Look what's happening to the city. Can you see what happened to the city here? It's all been taken away and it's all been turned into this single line here. So as I always say, it's hiding That's, in uh, plain Saudi Arabia, sight. I believe. It's putting all this stuff into... Shout out Vision 2030. ...in order to prepare us for what is going to be coming in the future. I'm not completely naive and to think that all of this that they're talking about is negative. That, that's not what I'm saying. I do think there are some positives with all plans. But what I don't like is the way that they are very manipulative with the way they're bringing certain things in. And they use the media to say that uh, people like me or people like many of you watching are uh, crazy conspiracy theorists, tin hat and all this other stuff they come up with for talking about these things. But yet only two or three months later, the media then spins it and says, oh, yeah, by the way, that is right. But it wasn't what those people were saying. Actually, this is good <laughs> for that. When anyone it's really so true. It is so true. So I know this isn't the most exciting video, but uh, I'll play. I'll play a bit of the, his other one with the Oxford, the the fifteen minute neighborhoods, because you just need to have an idea of what it is. And uh, I don't think I can explain it as well. But um, I hope you enjoy traveling your whole life because uh, those days are numbered. Here we go. Take a. Hold on, here we go. Yeah, take a quick listen to this. It says um, on the article from the Oxford Mail, traffic filters will divide city into 15-minute neighborhoods. Here we go. Here we go. This was from the oxfordmail.co.uk. Traffic filters will divide city into 15-minute neighborhoods. Roadblocks stopped most motorists from driving through Oxford City Center will divide the city into six 15-minute neighborhoods. <laughs> Shout out democracy. Development strategy. Of Oxford, I don't even know if it's a town or city now, but if you're just thinking that, no, no, this is one of many of these trials that are due to begin soon. And I've got a couple more examples um, from Australia and a couple of other countries as well. Mr. Enright said, it's about making sure you have the community center, which has all of those essential needs, the bottle of milk, pharmacy, GP, schools, which you need to have a 15 minute neighborhood. But Mr. Enright told the Sunday Times it's going to happen definitely. The new traffic filters would operate seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. People can drive freely around their own neighborhoods and can <laughs> apply for a permit to drive through the filters and into other neighborhoods for up to 100 days per year. This equates to an average of two days per week. A maximum of three permits a household will be allowed 
where there are several adults with cars registered to the address. So this all came out just yesterday then. Council staff abused after conspiracy theorists <laughs> circulate fake news about yeah, traffic filters. It's quite an interesting read this actually, because um, we also have this statement here from uh, Oxford City Council, which is pretty much identical. So what the so-called conspiracy theorists said would happen is actually happening. So I don't know how it's being called a, a conspiracy. The wholly incorrect information suggested that the traffic filters measures in Oxford would see parts of the city cut off from each other under a climate lockdown. As well as this, it was said residents would have to ask the council for permission to travel from one area of the city to another, which again is not true. Well, it kind of is, and uh, maybe not the asking permission, but the whole lockdown, the climate lockdown aspect here, it, it kind of is true because what they're doing is restricting your travel by car in order to reduce CO2 and other emissions. So it, it kind of is true. So then we go on to the FAQs here. Will the Oxford traffic filters be physical barriers? No. So they're saying basically because it's not a physical barrier that this is all you know made up and there's nothing to worry about. Well, this is what it is. It's almost the same. Okay, it's not a physical barrier, but they are simply traffic cameras that can read number plates. Okay, seems quite innocent. If a vehicle passes through the filter at certain times of the day, the camera will read the number plate. And if you do not have an exemption or a residence permit, you will receive a fine in the post. Um, okay, that's a bit weird. Have Oxford councils tried to secretly introduce the traffic filters? No. The proposals for traffic filters were first consulted on in 2019 and then updated in February Crazy 2020. Timing. Huh, what was uh, what was going on in 2019 and you know February 2020? Nothing. Of course, no one was distracted at all. A large number of changes were made to the scheme as a result of the consultation, including the introduction of 100-day passes for each resident i.e. rather than complete restrictions into different zones. It's a bit like, it reminds me here, like the Hunger Games, you know, the different districts and things like that. So they did this consultation from the 5th of September to the 13th of October 2022, in which 5,700 people responded to the consultation. Now, I tend to know a little bit about these consultations at the moment because I've actually filled in maybe eight or nine. In yeah. So they're building mega cities and they are, the elites are making proposals to one another and to businesses and other large NGOs and government bodies to attract more peasants to stuff into these mega cities all over the world and then try to bring as much business there, which basically means that we absolutely live in a society that is run by massive corporations in conjunction with massive governments. This isn't new news, okay? All I'm trying to tell you is this isn't good for you and I. Not good. No bueno. And it's better for me than probably most people in the world because if you're in the USA, you that's a definite advantage right there. For sure. But what about the countries the U.S. hates, which is everybody, and then the countries that hate the U.S., which is everybody? Nobody likes each other anymore. Nobody. You know what the crazy thing is? Nobody likes each other, I say, like, you know, country to country, and there's all, you know, every everyone hates the U.S., the U.S. fights, you know, starts wars in Syria and Yemen and genocides, and, you know, we hate the world as we do. We start wars, the war machines, neocons, all that stuff. Fantastic. Not fantastic, but whatever. But the truth is, on the peasant level, which is you and I, we're cool. We're great. We accept each other. We love one another. Like we're down. We'd go get some matzo ball soup. We would go get an omelet. 
something like that. Maybe even a steak dinner. I don't know. Maybe you don't eat meat. Maybe you're vegetarian. Maybe you're vegan. I don't care what you are. And you probably don't care what I am. You just want me to be honest with you. And I would hope that in return, you'd be honest to me. And if you're not, I'd pop you in the cheek. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I would never do that. Um, but seriously, we're cool. They want all this strife and all this, uh, you know, uh, hatred, but it's not working. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the normal everyday populace. You and I, we genuinely don't like the peasants in Russia, the peasants in Ukraine, the peasants in Canada, the peasants in Venezuela, the peasants in Chile, the peasants in Mexico, the peasants in the United States. We all love each other because we're all on the same team. That's the truth. We are literally all on the same team, all of us. But when you get to the elite level, elite United States, elite Russia, elite Ukraine, elite Venezuela, elite Canada, well, there's a lot of drama. And they play drama in a very um, theatrical way. They have to use us as pawns and start like real wars and famines and pandemics to like, you know, show who's stronger than one another. We're basically like a a piece in a big giant board game. That's basically what's going on here. We are literally the little pieces in the game of risk. That's what we are. I mean, I know it's very tough to wrap your head around that. Trust me. It's still, it's unbelievably weird to me to think that, but we are. And we're just like, Oh, you know, let's have a mass migration over here. Or surge the border over here or protect that border. Or let's take this country or let's let this country, you know, die of famine. That's what's going on here. That's what they do. It's unreal. It is unreal. It's spectacularly, incredibly fascinating. And on this podcast, I want you to know there's mega cities being built, most likely for you and I, but we're going to say no. We're going to say no. We're going to become our own central bank, right? We're going to own hard metals. We're going to own, listen, I personally think Bitcoin, not financial advice. Uh, and we are going to create parallel economies. We're going to shop local. We're going to help the mom and pop shop. We're not going to go to Walmart, which by the way, I saw a picture of a, um, of a Walmart, of Walmart shelves today that were like totally empty. There was no milk. There was no bread. It was totally empty. Now the famine's not going to start in the U S it would end in the U S if it comes to the U S but in Africa and other countries next year, I think late next year is not going to be buoyant enough for fam for food. And they're weaponizing food, just like the U.S. is weaponizing the world reserve currency, the U.S. dollar. Um, Russia's weaponizing, I don't know, their military against the Ukrainian people. There's so much drama going on in the LBC and it's still trying hard to be Snoop Deal, double G. Okay, but that's not here nor there. You understand? You understand? So mega cities are being built, whether you like it or not. Uh, they're going to do it, whether you like it or not. Shout out democracy. Oh, what do you hate democracy? What do you not think? What do you... What do you think your your vote doesn't count? Well, you're a moron because your your vote means everything. Okay? Everything. All right? They you didn't think that at least in the US that your representatives, the House of Representatives, Senate, the President, you don't think they represent the people? Are you are you a conspiracy theorist? Are you a moron? All they do is they can't even sleep at night wondering what little Joey's doing in Detroit. They want it, you know, or 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 Phyllis and 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 Steve who lost who lost their son uh Steve Jr to fentanyl they 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 can't sleep they can't sleep all they're thinking about is how do we make the world safe for the peasants what do we do they hate our guts they really hate us why do they hate us i don't know 
because I think most of us are kind. Most of us are good. You know, most of us want the best for one another. We want to, you know, see a better world in the, you know, for our children and then their children and so forth. And a nice linear, even exponential, but you know, I, seems like we're going to the dark ages a little bit, you know, but I, I still think we got some pull here. We got some pull here. So, um, we got to come together. We got to put aside our differences, whether you're Democrat, Republican, independent, or like we are on this podcast, apolitical, anti-politics, any one of those categories, guess what? We're on the same team. Okay. And whoever's elected, who you think represents you and loves you, they despise you. And why? I really, I honestly have no idea. It's mind blowing to me. I have no idea. They must be thinking that the decisions they're making is going to make the world a better place. I can't imagine they're like innately evil. They just see the world in a different way. And then they're like, we need to shape it to our way because we know best. I don't know what the deal is. It's very strange, but I don't think they're inherently dark and evil. I don't think, but perhaps they are. I don't know anymore. I really don't know. It seems that way, doesn't it? It really seems that way. But we got a chance to be the freest the civilization of humanity has ever been in our entire life. If we can get out of this matrix system and get into a decentralized currency and, and create parallel economies that are not totally centralized with these massive corporations that have so much control over our lives and all the supply chains and everything, and we can create these you know more localized communities, you know, we're, we're, we're with Joey's Theater and, uh, and Catherine's Coffee Shop and stuff like that, we can pop out of the matrix and, and have a better, better life and really not be controlled by these centralized authorities. Otherwise, we're going to be in a totalitarian AI surveilled community, society. That's what we're going into. That's We're already in it. We're already in it. We already know the NSA spies on us. We already know this. Okay? We already know what they do in, you know, that other country out east who hates us. Um, so we got to start. We got to start. If you, if everybody listens to this, instead of going to Target or Target and goes to some, I don't know, mom's big lots, local clothing store and buy clothes there or go to, go to Donnie's dishes on the corner and buys their dishes from there. That would radically change the environment. If we stop going to these massive centralized, huge institutions, we need to shift, we need to shift. It's time to audible and shift. Go in motion and shift. You understand? And if we all do it, and then we all on the internet, on social media, say nice things and comment nice things to one another and realize that, oh my God, the world's a great place and we can pop out and have our own. The elites can go play with themselves and do whatever they want to do, you know, with Balenciaga and BDSM on children, God bless. And then we can go over here and, you know, live a really, really good life. We could do this. We could do this together, but we need to put aside our differences. We need to say politics is a hoax. It's a hoax. It's, it's a hoax. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I had to break that news to you. It is a hoax, okay? Then we can make it out of this freer than ever. And I think we will. I do. I truly do in my heart of hearts. That's all I got for today. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy whatever day you celebrate. It does not matter. I got a great gift. If you want to give a family member a great gift, send them the link to the Jonathan Kogan Show. And let them know the truth is available for free anytime they want. They can watch it on Twitter. They can watch it on YouTube. They can watch it on Rumble. Or they can listen to it at jsk.transistor.fm. Share it with a family member. Let's start cracking the dam on the matrix and the mind control. Breakthrough. Share truth. Love. Peace. Everything good. And we will make it out of this. That is the best Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever present. I do not, if you're anti-holidays, that's fantastic. Share it, 
with a family member and the truth will crack the dam wide open and this game will be won by us, we, the, of, people. All of it. You understand? All right, everybody. On our way to becoming the number one podcast on Twitter, it will happen. Mark my words. Come back and replay this when you play the highlights and create cuts for TikTok one day if we're still out on there. If, you know, who knows? It's being banned everywhere. All right. Well, until 2023, baby. I think it's going to be the roughest year we've ever had. Personally, I think 2024 will be rough, but I think 2023 will be the roughest year we've ever had. And 2024 will be the second roughest. And then 2025, things will be getting better. That's my take. And that's why you come here for the truth and the truth. So help us God. Okay, everybody. Have an amazing holiday. Spend time with family. Share with a family member. Take care. Goodbye.